0: Mitsuh, Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich on IMSA Radio. Hello everybody and welcome to Super Saturday. We've had lots of qualifying for the Open Wheel Championships uh, and it's time now to go racing for the second time of asking this weekend for the 2023 IMSA Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich Tires. John Heindorf and Sheer Adam are in the booth for you. Great to have your company. What a fantastic first race we had earlier on with the leaders separated by literally the blink of an eye. It's probably going to be... Identical next time around. Will it be more than the two cars though? We're here at St. Petersburg, Florida, 14 corners, 1.8 miles. Not a typical street circuit, very much quicker. Although there are some 90 degree turns, it's a much more flowing uh, circuit than most of the street tracks around the world. Down the runway to turn one and then down. First street to Turn 4, that's an uh, action area there. Uh, and then, of course, we've got the run through Turn 10 and into the final couple of corners. Gresham Wagner will be on pole position, courtesy of a faster slap put in uh, during the qualifying. All oh, the race, by the way. First race earlier on today, we did have a couple of red flags. It was... Uh, Robert Noeker on pole position in the number 13, the white and uh, violet car. He got a decent enough start. It all kicked off behind him. And Bruno Smilevski went off into the pit lane area. He wasn't a happy bunny at all. When the green flag was waved again by Tony on the starter stand, it was as you were, and it transpired and developed into a two-car race. Connor Zilic and Gresham Wagner ahead of the field, battling it out and changing positions right the way through until the end of the race. Woody Hyman hit the wall pretty hard. That was the end of his race. But how about this? Towards the end of the race, Wagner goes through and takes it in turn 10... And looks like he's won the race. He then gets a bump and run from the 72 of Connor Zilic in the Higson Motorsports car. Coming onto the front straight, side by side across the line. How about 0.021 of a second? Or if you like, the width of probably a license plate at the end of 45 minutes of racing. And Gresham Wagner with the fastest lap for Spark Performance. Well, he wasn't happy, even though he took the race victory over Conor explaining himself about that bump and run at the end of the race. Wagner leads the championship, barely at the end of that race, as he picked up some additional bonus points. Adam joins me, John Hindhoff in the booth. Bonus points here already playing a part in the 2023 season good evening i suppose we should say it to you now here uh, as we are uh, well well past afternoon tea and into the cocktail hour here at St. pete's
1: hello and welcome to beautiful warm florida yes it is starting to cool off a tiny bit the shadows now extend over the streets of St. Pete, but it is still hot, hot, hot temperatures reaching up well into the 90s earlier today. Those bonus points making the difference for Gresham Wagner, 940 points once he takes the start of this race, 10 points from winning full position for race number two. Tyler Gonzalez, who came in as the champion leader with a 100 point advantage over Wagner and Jared Thomas, two defending champions in the last two years, that advantage has gone, and now Gonzalez sees himself on 910 points, with Connor Zillich on 830 points. Not s- supposed to do a full season. Remember, for Connor Zillich, he's making the most out of every race that he does. And right now, John, he is looking at being halfway done with his season and third in the championship.
0: Yeah, it would be a shame if we had to lose him. Sam Pearly picked up good points and good cash in the first race, and he'll start from the outside of row two. He's had the lineup, Gresham Wagner on pole position. Aaron Johnson is on the inside, on the outside rather, of row number one for JTR. Connor Zalich and Sam Paley on row two. Thomas Anunziata is the best of the rookies on row three with Jared Thomas, the defending champion. Then Celine Roland, Max Opalski, Nate Cesaro, uh, Tyler Gonzalez for the top 10 as we put 45 minutes on the clock and get ready to go racing. The green flag is in the air and it's time for round number four of the IMSA Inamitsu Mazda MX-5 Championship oh for no. 2023. One, two, three, four, five wide. And Matthew Dirks gets pushed off into the boobies at turn one. And there's all kinds of problems. The there was a little bit of patience in race one because everybody knew they had another race today all bets are (laughs) off now share adam as it looks like gresham wagner is trying to go around the outside and straight on at turn number four is the defending champion jared thomas with the bright yellow ruled cage on the bright red number 96 jtr car now will he get that Uh, Back into the race. Lots of IndyCar drivers have been down there. He's gone in some uh, very famous footsteps. Carl Kirkwood, I reckon, did the best flick turn down there. He was still doing about 45, 50 miles an hour when he flicked it round to do that earlier on in the qualifying. We're still green at the moment. On the first lap, as Sam Peerley in the bright red number 28 goes through and takes a position. It's all boiling up already. Coming round to the end of the first lap down towards the final corner and Johnson leads it in the blue 24 from Gresham Wagner who started on pole position. He'll not be happy at the moment. Now this is much more of a of a normal MX5 race in terms, first of all, of how much movement we've seen, but also there's more cars together here, Shea we had a couple of cars break away and round the outside again. Wagner on the paint. That's a bold move. Now, is he going to go across the curb at turn two? Yes, he does. Can he hold on to it? He's on the wrong side of the track at turn three. And there's a big bump here. This could be absolute disaster. And he's in the wall, exactly as I expected it to be. He's done damage to the rear suspension on the left-hand side. There's a red and yellow flag out. There's debris on the circuit down to four. But I reckon Wagner there has got damage. It was absolutely going to happen. Honestly, you could have seen that from a very long way out. And that is disaster for Gresham Wagner, who is at the moment, Shea Adam, our championship leader
1: that could be a broken left rear toe link given how he just brushed the wall ever so slightly that's all it takes to dislodge one of those pieces critical to keep going in this race wagner back up to a decent speed but now all of a sudden tyler gonzalez is in second he came in today leading the championship right now he's in second all he needs is wagner to stay behind him and the points battle will swing back the other way the thing that i was concerned about john further back in the field on the start we had a light green car pull out of line very early on that is a massive no-no from race control that will result in a drive-through penalty for whoever caused that indiscretion
0: So three minutes completed, that's all we've had. Johnson leads, Tyler Gonzalez right on his tailpipes at the moment. Remember, Tyler came in as the championship leader to this weekend. This is consolidation for him. That is Robert Neuer right across the curbs at turn two. We've seen a number of cars uh, do that. The white, black and violet over the top of the headlights there. He's in the lead part of the second group. Sam Peely now up into third position. As he goes through, this is a pretty decent run now at the, the front of the field. Left. That, was the, uh, that was the number four car of Zane Hodgson. Uh, yep. the, one of the rookies in the bright Kermit green car who pulled out. We, I think at one stage we had six wide when Matthew Dirks. I'm not even sure he even got hit there. I think he was just on the dirty part of the track. Then Gresham Wagner got on the wrong side of Turn 3. Turn 3 is the Wall of Champions this weekend. Remember Montreal and the Formula 1 track? Well, that is claiming just as many quality drivers this weekend in the open wheel ranks. And now in the Mazda as well. The Mazda
1: MX-5 Cup as well. Shoot, Jared Thomas is showing as stopped. I'm not sure if he's on track or if he did make it back to the pit lane. But a dismal weekend for our 2022 champion.
0: No one has won two MX5 championships. Never mind back-to-back as Tyler Gonzalez, the man who won at Daytona and held the championship lead by 100 points, coming in, goes to the lead in the satin black number 51. Down first street now, towards turn four. This is much more like it. Right in there, Sam Peely in the bright red car. He just taps the back of the blue 24 of Aaron Jansom, who's in second, who's in third there. I think that's Conor Zilic, isn't it, who's right there, fourth position. Unbelievable, unbelievable <laughs> racing at the moment. What have we got there? Six, seven cars battling for the lead as they head onto sure <laughs> again. Very long shadows here. And we saw it in the Indy, the NTT Indy car qualifying. Really difficult as you go up to turn four in particular. Also turns two and three. Three wide through ten. That's not going to happen. Sam Peely pulls out of it. And through comes Tom- Thomas Anunziata in the other red car. He's the lead rookie. He might be third at the end of this. He is. Oh, you know, he sits back into fourth position and says, well, that's probably enough for me. In fact, I think he's dropped back now into fifth place, my goodness me it was all going on there, through the tighter sections of Bayshore, with the with the marina on the drivers left there, across the line to complete another lap, lap four and it's the Gonzalez Tyler Gonzalez car, who has the BF Goodridge fastest lap, 125 195 Piscatel still has the race lap record from last year with a 24.3. this is more like what we're expecting to see, and now a couple of leaders pulling away, Shea Adam
1: They're racing like they're six minutes left, not six minutes down from this race, John. This is chaos. All the pent-up energy from the race this morning, people trying to behave themselves, that's all out the window. Tyler Gonzalez and Aaron Johnson working together to try and pull away from the pack. As we saw this morning, that is possible. But Thomas Nunezada has one ally behind him, Connor Zilich, who knows how to stop that from happening because he was the one who made it happen earlier on.
0: Sam Hodgson, a drive-through penalty for out of line at the start. So oh, he, he will come through the pit lane and that will drop him way to the back. Jared Thomas is now circulating again, but he is two laps off the pace. No wave rounds here, so even if we see the pace car and the safety car comes out, then that won't help him on that, but he's just out there circulating at the moment, trying to hope that something happens that gets him some points. He's had a horrid start to the season. Gonzalez, Johnson, down to turn one. Oh, a little bit of a move from the leader in that satin Look black car, but that down that. the inside for the blue-white car. And that's Johnson into the leader turn one. That was a late move from him as well, and super late on the brakes. The leaders up the road by about a second A second and a half at the moment, the second group led by Connor Szilic. This is really, really edge of the seat stuff for the EW2 Master MX-5 Cup. This is round four, second of the
1: weekend here at Pete's. And this is exactly what we're talking about, John, because every bonus point counts. You get 10 of them for pole position. That's already gone the way of Gresham Wagner. 10 for the fastest lap and 10 for the most laps led. Aaron Johnson, two laps led. Uh, Tyler Gonzalez, two laps led. Well, Aaron John has just made it so that he can now claim the 10 points advantage. At least at the end of this lap, the balance will be in his order. And he knows that right now coming into this race, he sits fourth in the championship. Well, real cash money at the end of the year. If you finish <laughs> third in the championship, you win 50 grand, second 85 grand, and first place, a cool quarter of a million dollars so it is well worth fighting for those bonus points and fighting you might be thinking why this early well i want to lead i want those 10 mm. points i want that 250k
0: and as we've said it does make a difference even at this early part of the season never mind when we get to the business end to the money end of the championship at at uh, michelin raceway road atlanta for matul petit Lemon in october Great to have you with us, whether you're trackside here at St Pete's, and hello to one of our Uh, crew, who is normally in the control room. Alyssa Kozak is uh, on the, uh, sitting in the grandstands this weekend. Uh, Yes, taking in a bit of the beautiful St. Pete's weather this weekend. And thank you to all of you who've stayed on this weekend to watch some of the best racing you'll see across this uh, St. Pete's Grand Prix this weekend. No disrespect to any of the other categories. This is pure racing. This is real racing. All the cars are identical. They start life as street roads-going Mazda MX-5s. They come in from Japan to Florida, actually, to the other side of Florida, in Jacksonville Port, and then they're taken down to uh, the Fliss Performance uh, Workshops uh, just around the corner from Daytona International Speedway. They are taken apart and put back together. The engine is put to one side and sealed. There's a new Sadev six-speed sequential gearbox, a racing differential Multimatic DSV suspension on there as well as a FIA safety cage and fire suppression device and about 250 dedicated racing parts on these cars. And uh, then the engine's put back in. That's been sealed so nobody can mess with it. It's the nut at the end of the wheel that makes the difference. The driver, this is a driver (laughs) category. And that's why this is pure racing. Zilic has the fastest lap at the moment. The BF Goodrich fast lap, 124.863. Meantime, battles all the way down the field. Jean-Jordoine in ninth position has a train of cars behind him with Alex Petura in the 33 right up his rear end Certainly off the car, and behind that, who is that? That's Nate Cicero, the second of the rookies. Then Jeremy Fletcher, who's the third of the rookies. Celine Roland we're down in 13th position. We've seen a real changing of the guard here. This year. Some of the uh, the drivers who we've seen in this championship for a couple of years not at the sharp end of the field, and some of the newcomers. Newcomers, particularly the uh, rookie Thomas Annunziata, who had one of the The scholarship payments from uh, last season up in fourth position. Johnson, Gonzalez, Zilic, Anunziata and Opalski, the top four, separated by under two seconds.
1: Yeah, Mazda... Again, with the grassroots scholarship giving $110,000 last year, it went the way of Nate Cicero. Second place, though, still $80,000. That went to Thomas Anunziata. And then the best place woman will be uh, Heather Hadley. She is currently in 20th position. She'll walk away with a check for $2,000 at the end of this race as the best place woman in the race. But she also got an $80,000 scholarship to come race in this series this year. They bring in talent who haven't yet raced in monsters, at least as far as the cup is concerned and give them an opportunity. Well, every race that you participate in, you also get money if you finish in the top 10. Win a race, six grand, second, five, third, fourth. So it's still worth money every single race. And now our battle at the lead has been joined once again by Connor Zilich. We've got two proven race winners trying to take away the lead from Aaron Johnson, a man who has won the Mazda scholarship in the past, looking for his first victory this weekend.
0: So we are just over 12 and a half minutes into a 45-minute race as the leaders uh, have or are heading round through onto the start-finish straight. Then there's a bit of a gap. One, two, three. Aaron Johnson, Gonzalez, Zilich. your top three. That's 24, 51 and 72. Then a little bit of a gap back to the best of the rookies Annunziata staying to driver's left, right on the wall as the leading three come through, turn one. That's the difficult part of the circuit. It's been resurfaced, but uh, it's not giving the amount of grip that people, I think, were expecting of it. moment or two ago, down the inside at turn four for the number 55, the new Terra machine. That car went straight on. Yeah, Jonathan went straight on there. I think you'll get back out of that, but a problem for the bright blue uh, number uh, 20 car. Now, that car had problems in the first race. That's our llama farmer, Hernan Palermo. Uh, So he's dropped down to 20 seconds for his car. And as I say, he had some issues in the first race as well. Big dive down the inside of Turn 10. That's not going to end well. And Gonzalez is pushed out the way by Conor Zilic in the 72. So the black car, the satin black car, goes back down to third position for Copeland Motorsports. It's JTR leading from Hickson now in second. That number 72 with a blue and green on the side of the car. And that's really cost time for Tyler Gonzalez who was our early season championship leader, took a second and a first at Daytona on the high banks as part of the Rolex 24 hours at Daytona a few weeks ago. We've got a pair of cars and then a Singleton, then a pair of cars, then another pair of cars. So that really takes us down to, what, a seventh position. Robert is just hanging on there. He was the pole Sitter from the... First race this weekend, Shea, Adam, 30 minutes down, excuse me, 15 minutes down, 30 minutes to go.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're driving like it's 30 minutes down. It's pretty exciting to keep an eye on. Aaron Jonsom has led seven laps so far. Tyler Gonzalez with two. We are working lap number 10, meaning that in theory, 30 laps, we could have somebody else or perhaps Tyler Gonzalez get to the front and the points for most laps led still completely up in the air. It's not guaranteed to go the way of Aaron Johnson yet, but he is doing everything he can to try and get those bonus points, especially knowing that Connor Zilich, the car behind him, is only in this for a couple more races in it for the full championship so Connor Zilich right now is thinking all I want to do is win and perhaps lead the race too he makes the dive down the inside coming on the front straight they're going to be side by side
0: this is good news for Tyler Gonzalez they'll slow each other down here maybe also for Thomas Anunciata the second of the black car side by side in the braking area turn one at the end of the runway. Zilich goes through and takes the lead and the Hickson cars back in front Johnson in the dark blue car goes back to second and yes Gonzalez is nearly back with them. He is back with them, isn't he? Yep. Bar a couple of cars, lads, or three. And Annunziata is dragging Max Opalski with him as well in the number two car with the green accoutrements on it. The green flashes on that car over the top of the uh, of the roll cage. So we're going to have five cars, I reckon, here battling for the lead very shortly.
1: <laughs> but the important thing is John Som led at the line, meaning he was credited. With another lap lead, so that is eight as far as he is concerned, meaning that Zilich has a lot of work on his hands ahead of him to try and claim another race with most laps led. He got it earlier, but it's going to be harder to get this afternoon.
0: So Connor Zilich now back in the front of the field. Uh, (laughs) Amazing to think we've got two-thirds of this race still to go under the (laughs) clear blue skies of the... St Pete's track 1.8 miles 14 corners they're at the final one of the 14 at the moment the right hander that leads back onto the runway here at St Pete's very difficult braking area At the end of this long straight because you're on and off the paint for the airstrip and the grip goes and comes and goes and comes and Janson tries it down the inside and here comes Gonzalez as well. The Hicks and Mortar cars, number 72 with the green on it is leading and they're one, two wide coming through one, two and three. That's amazing. It hit the wall. A big hit. Big hit for Tyler Gonzalez. He's one of the championship leaders. He was on the grey coming through all kinds of bits of his Mazda. He's broken the rear suspension on the left-hand side. And even the Mazdas can't go too wide through turn three. It looks like Gresham Wagner's got a problem as well. As he slows down, he was in sixth position across the line. Did he
1: pick up some of that debris? Not sure about that. I think Opalski did, John. I think a big chunk of it went in the grill of Opalski, but it did spit oh, back out because it was too much speed being carried through for Tyler Gonzalez.
0: Well, that is a huge, huge moment for the championship. A flat four-wheel drift from the erstwhile championship leader, Tyler Gonzalez, and his Copeland Motorsport car as he... Came through turn three and he just couldn't hang on Full to press it. Caution. The yellows are out with 26 and a half minutes on the nose to go. Oh my goodness, mate! The championship, even at round four, has been thrown into well, complete disarray. We've got the guys who are right at the sharp end, Gresham Wagner goes through in fifth position, so I think he may have survived. Let's oh. check what, what the... Check the running order as they came across the line. It was Connor Zilich from Aaron John solm and Jonathan with the best of rookies, in third. Then Apalski Wagner, Nurek, Joaduin in uh, seventh. Batura in the 33, the dark green car in eighth. Nate or the second... Of the rookies in ninth, and Jeremy Fletcher inside the top ten at ten in the number (laughs) twenty-two Copeland Motorsports car. The good news is that yes, Tyler Gonzalez is out of his car. He's walking a little bit gingerly. He wanted a couple of top five or six finishes. He was seventh in the first race. The man who came in this weekend. Leading for Copeland. This man has tasted success. He's feeling and favouring his left shoulder there. I am not surprised. That is where he went in. Very hard indeed. The good news, and I can tell you from personal, sadly, from personal experience, (laughs) that the uh, the roll cage and the driver safety in these cars is absolutely exceptional, uh, particularly on the driver's side. But that's a nasty bang for tyler gonzalez and in case you're wondering turn three at road atlanta completely went around and went in left hand side first at the top of the hill and uh, rang my bell i can tell you that tyler gonzalez breathing a little bit hard gets some water from the amr safety crew and he well looks a little bit rueful was it, Shea, just a little bit optimistic? I suppose you've got to try it. This is a man who is he's racing for the championship this year and was further up the field than I think he might have expected. He's not done well here in the past.
1: No, this track has been uh, not, not very kind to poor Tyler Gonzalez in the past, especially considering the success that he's had at many of the other tracks that we go to across the calendar. Last year was a very difficult weekend for Tyler. But ultimately, looking at the incident, it, it was just a little bit too much speed and a little bit too far off the racing line. Bit too optimistic, perhaps. And especially given that we were still early in the race, if he'd made that move on the last lap, no problem whatsoever. Completely understand that. But for the championship coming into this weekend, Tyler Gonzalez led by a hundred point advantage over Jared Thomas who right now sits P26. Well, Tyler Gonzalez is going to finish P25. Gretchen Wagner was in third place. He won the race earlier on, which gave him the championship lead, but then had that kiss to the wall. So currently sits P5. And in fourth was Aaron Johnson, who still is in fourth position after the race earlier on, but now with a much better shot at leaving the race this weekend in serious championship contention.
0: Well, let's just uh, take a breath here as our hard-working safety crews go to work. And thank you to all our corner workers and marshals. Uh, a lot of motor racing this weekend. We can't go motor racing uh, without you. A decent start at the sharp end of the field. Uh, a little bit of a problem for the 76. That was uh, Matthew Dirks who got out on the dirt then it was side-by-side, Conor going for the lead on Aaron Johnson at turn number one. Um, and should say as well, Zane Hodgson got a penalty. Then the big incident, the 51, Tyler Gonzalez, championship leader after Daytona, just sliding out. What was he, half a cars with, maybe? If that. Oh, down into the... Wall hard at turn three, not the first, nor I suspect the last to do that. The car comes <laughs> to a halt at turn four. Uh, we've got the Indy Next race tomorrow and, of course, the NTT car race. By the way, congratulations to Louis Foster for pole position and Indy Next young English driver who's been doing rather well over here. And flying the flag for the UK. Jimmy Chadwick in that race as well tomorrow. Her first race in Indy next. And uh, Louis Foster uh, coming in. Nick Foster's son, actually, who I have commentated on in British GT Championship when he drove a Viper back down through the years. I hate these... Um, I hate it when we get second and third generation drivers. It does make me feel uh, relatively old. Also did uh, the... Uh, Lewis did uh, rather well last year in Indy Pro 2000, having won that uh, championship here in the U.S. A name to watch. 21 minutes to go. Shea Adam, we under caution. Opportunity to uh, take a look at uh, who's doing what and who has attracted the attention of race control.
1: Well, having re-seen that uh, opening gambit, the start, there was a penalty given for Blue- Bruno Smilewski, who's having... Quite a day to forget, unfortunately. He was given an incident responsibility on that opening incident, lap one drive through. So that dropped him down through the field. He was able to get back out, though, after the incident earlier on this morning in race number one when Keith D'Alessandro called it perfectly. Gearbox does not like going backwards and he was not able to pull the clutch in fast enough, was Bruno. So that ultimately resulted in. Not a very happy race day for him, but this caution gives him the opportunity to catch back up to the group, get your breath, and try and move up from the 18th position. Safety car lights are out. We are going green this next time.
0: Right, 18th position and still on the lead lap. I reckon now Max Opalski, who picked up some of that debris, who was running really well in the number two car, he's dropped all the way back to 22nd. I think he's the last car on the, the lead lap uh, at the moment. Um, actually, he might have pulled into the pits at the moment.
1: Yep, he s- did.
0: Yeah, so he has been he's in the pits at the moment. So we've got 21 cars on the lead lap. Farnan Siddiqui, the rookie, is the final car on the lead lap ahead of Hernan Palamo, Rossi Lee, and Tyler Gonzalez, who are all at least, no, in fact, they're all two laps off the lead as we go back to green with just on nineteen one nine minutes to go. It's a decent restart from Konosilic in the Cortland car with the blue and green on the side. He's been pushed all the way into turn one, literally, by Janson. But Annuncia is right there tries to go round the outside and has managed to do a tremendous job as he has he pulled that one off. I think he might have going through yep. turn three. Anunce then the man with the uh, oh, and a oh. big melt moment for. Oh, that is. It's like playing bar billiards. Gresham Wagner got massively sideways, could not hold the hold the car, going down towards turn four, and is taking Annunziata out. Absolutely no fault there to Annunziato, our llama farmer, the number 20, Hernan Palermo, a couple of laps down, has managed to avoid the worst of that. But that is disaster for the top rookie. And that will put Nate Cicero into the lead of the rookies race here. But that was a really odd situation for Gresham yellow's Wagner. Yellows back out. Yellows are back out again. Oh. Yellows breeds yellows. I'm afraid Gresham Wagner's not getting any points out of this one. Hello to Tony on the start and finish line with one of our IMSA. Uh, one of our IMSA. In fact, now our lead IMSA. Start line, Flag-er. Well, that was one of the more extraordinary things I've seen. Wagner goes to the right-hand side of the track. Now, does he get a little nudge from behind? He does. Yes. He does from Noacre. No Noacre is going to get that. In In Billiards, he'd get three points for that. That was a plant. But here, I think he's going oh. to get a drive-through. And no... Absolutely no responsibility or blame there
1: for Gresham Wagner nor for Annunciata. My goodness, mate! You... But you know who, who this caution helps, John, is Connor Zilich, because it's another lap lead for him. It will be at least one or two more behind the safety car while we get this incident cleaned up. Meaning that he and Aaron Johnson will be tied on laps led. By the time we go back to green, it will be a full-fledged fistfight between the two of them, going not only for the championship lead, as it will be at the end of this race, but that bonus 10 points, that could make a big difference here today, too.
0: That is a very, very badly damaged car for Thomas Anunziata. He's out. He's taking his gloves off rather ruefully in the runoff at turn number four. And the bowed head there with his... Hans' device tells you all he needs to know he wants to go and have a word with Gresham Wagner but I can tell you now Gresham was not to blame for that, yes he was the car that caused him the problem but he was bumped into that by Robert Neuerger, the pool sitter from our first race first thing this morning here at St Pete's Share Adam and John Hindoff in the booth. An action-packed race, and we've still got 16 minutes to go. We're behind the Mazda safety car at the moment, and Conor Zilich leads from Aaron Johnson. Robert Nuijker in third. I'll be surprised if he is allowed to keep that position without some kind of penalty, but that's not my call to make. But it did seem to me as though there was a push. Oh, there was a big push, actually. For sure. Fantastic bit of avoidance from Aron Johnson, by the way, the number 24, (laughs) who slammed on the brakes, the Brembo Racing brakes, and managed to avoid what was going on as Wagner was pitched up the inside into turn four. And actually, I I know this is going to be no, absolutely no comfort at all from Annunziata, but if Annunziata hadn't have been there, that would have been a huge accident for mm-hmm. Gresham Wagner because the hit on Annunziata actually slowed that number five Mazda down shit
1: it really did and just looking at the replays over and over again the body language of Noaker's car lets you know that he got into the back of gresham wagner there wasn't a there was a move to attempt to avoid but unfortunately incidental contact resulted in two cars being taken out fletcher and palermo were also involved in that but they both managed to drive away they went through the incident if you will they went into the runoff and turn four managed to get spun around and head back in the right direction if there were to be a penalty for Robert Noick here, and I'm not saying that there is, I'm, I'm not have a decision to make. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. That would move Jean-Jo into the third position, and that would be his first ever podium finish. So not jinxing anything. Don't don't come after me, uh, Stephen McLear and Chad McComby, the owners of the team. Don't don't come after me. But uh, that is a phenomenal performance for Jean-Jo
0: Yeah, Running well at the moment as well.
1: And also for Alex Bichura, our our dentist and longtime uh, stalwart of the Mazda MX-5 Cup in all of its different iterations, running for Spark Performance once again. Happy birthday to Courtney Spark out there, wife of Sparky. Um, that would be a wonderful birthday present for them as well if Bichura could somehow make his way up to the podium position.
0: Well, this is uh, an extremely historic venue for flight here at St. Pete's, Albert Whitted Airport opening in the summer of 1929. Named after Lieutenant James Albert Whitted from the U.S. Naval Reserve, a St. Petersburg native. He was one of the first 250 U.S. Naval aviators commissioned at age 24 and entered World War I in 1917. And for many years now, uh, SPG, as it is known by its three-letter acronym, has been a place that we go racing in the American Le Mans Series era. And uh, now with IMSA competition here in the shape of the IMSA ida master Mazda MX-5 Cup, presented by BF Goodrich tires, I can never forget the first laps that I ran around here as part of the... and. She you'll remember this, the ALMS, the American Le Mans Series V-Test Programme. We had one of the very early prototypes of the 4.2 V8 Audi R8 road cars, street cars in the V-Test Programme. And that was the first thing that I drove around here. And man, this place is quick. And uh, when you have to chase around, Patty Hughes, Foster and uh, (laughs) Jason... (laughs) Uh, uh, and the rest of the drivers when you don't know where the track is going uh, it is full concentration around here not allowed to be more than a car's length behind when you're doing those demonstration laps so that was full concentration for me great circuit and shows off sports cars as well as open wheelers very well indeed we're coming down to 11 minutes to go and once again our hard working course clearance track services and corner workers doing their job and again many thanks to them for giving us the most precious gift they can that of their time so that we can go motor racing uh, this weekend
1: here here and hello also to some of our fans out around the circuit so we've got scotty mclaughlin listening in simon Will <laughs> willpower sorry guys you don't get to come race in this series it's not for platinum rated drivers but you get to enjoy it nonetheless and why do they keep it that way well it's fair and that way when people come in and for example get the opportunity to win twelve thousand dollars real cash money on any given weekend they know it's not just going to go to the ringers
0: no that that is very true and uh, this has become this championship has become a destination not just a stepping stone uh, yeah. People have used this to forward their careers, and indeed their race teams as well. Uh, let's not uh, let's not forget, our championship winner uh, last year has put the money into buying a GT four car and running a GT four car uh, for himself that's jared thomas and andrew mcintosh driving with him as well after st Pete's, uh, we've got a little bit of a break we won't see these cars back on track until early may at yeah. the weathertech raceway laguna Seca, the 2.2 mile 11 corner road course then it's watkins glen in june for the sailing six hours of the glen always good to be up there in the finger lakes region of new york el cartlett wisconsin is rounds 9 and 10. That's the first weekend in August. Uh, Alton, Virginia, for VIR, August 25th to 27th. Uh, And then we finish at Michelin Raceway, (laughs) Roads Atlanta, for that classic two and a half mile 12 corner road course. That's the 13th and the 14th of October. You can't be at those. That's fine. We understand. But uh, you can watch via IMSA Radio and IMSA TV if you can't get trackside. The... uh, Global TV feed with uh, no blocks, no brakes, and it's all free for you via imzaradio.com and the live video button, IMSA TV. And, of course, thanks to Paul Fanner and the team at Racer, it's also on racer.com. So plenty of ways you can tune in. And, of course, on the MX5 website as well, the MX5 Cup website, where all of the information for the season it is there as well including all the championship positions which at the moment uh, is not <laughs> don't looking don't ask yes i know <laughs> she's doing she's got the abacus out and doing all the addition at the moment but oh. it's not looking good for the favorites as we came in this weekend she
1: the top 3 in the championship are sitting last next to last and next to next to last right now so it is a very bad weekend for championship favorites and it means big opportunities for everyone else. I'm not going to jinx whoever else was in the top five. I don't even want to mention them because I don't want them to wind up in the wall at this stage of the weekend. <laughs> but just a quick update on the most laps led. It has gone the way of Connor Zilich as they crossed the line the last time. When they go back to green, this time, Connor Zilich will get one more lap, meaning that Aaron Johnson will need to get out ahead for two laps plus one to take the advantage of most laps led in this race. So we have roughly hmm, seven minutes to go by the time we come back to the green flag. That should give us mm, about five minutes worth of, well, five laps worth of racing. Aaron can still do this.
0: And anything can happen in five laps. Anything can happen in 0.5 of a lap, to be quite honest. Conor Zilich has the BF Goodrich tyres fastest lap at the moment on a 124.8. Justin Piscatel's 124.3 looks to be intact at the moment but with Calder and rested bf Goodrich tires we're going for a dash for cash and for points seven minutes and 13 12 11 10 seconds to go on the clock as the green flag waves on the runway at albert whitton airport here and we are back to green flag racing for the last seven minutes of round number four big defensive move Thrown to the right-hand side by Connor Zillich in the Hickson Motorsport number 72, the blue car in behind is Aaron Johnson. Robert Nuaga is right there as well. He had a fast car over one lap. Then Alex Parchure is up in the fourth position ahead of George and Somebody's hit the wall. That's John did one. It's George Allen who's hit the wall, and he's going to take out. Contact. Oh my goodness, he's hit um, Matthew Dirks. Matthew ba- Dirks. Oh, that's going to be another full course yellow. That's it is a broken rear suspension on the number 39 car of John Jordan, who started in fourth position. He slapped the wall in turn three and carried on, and then speared across into the. Uh, it did Cicero's in there as well. Cicero no! is there. He was the lead rookie. So Grant West now will become the lead rookie, and Heather Hadley is up to 13th. Make that. Uh, She could be in the top 10. Heather Hadley could be in the top 10 and she's second in the rookies ahead of Jonathan Newdorf, who is third. And Bruno Smalevsky is in fourth now uh, as he recovers through the field. What uh, What an amount of attrition we've had here. It was a slide into the turn three wall. And then the suspension broke on that number 39 car and pitched it across the track into Matthew Dirks. Oh my goodness mate. So what happened to Nate Cicero? How was he involved in that as well? Oof oh, big and, and hit
1: into the tires. Huge John. Hit.
0: Yes, that was that was the that was the Matthew Dirks car that hit Nate Cicero and pushed him into the tyres at turn four. Thank goodness for those tyres. So the 20, and Peter Atwater's involved as well. Another car, the bright green number 26. Oh, my goodness me.
1: That's going to end the race.
0: I cannot see this being cleared by the time we get to the end of this race. Huge impact with a car up in the air. And, well, we don't like to see this. We like close no. racing, share, but this is not the way. There's a lot of broken machinery uh, at the end of this race. Let's try and pick Ugh. through what happened here. Peter Atwater's moving in that beautiful green metallic new light number 26 Mazda. So he is at least okay. Damage to the front of his car. The door still opens, which is a testament to how... Well, these cars are built. Conor by the way, leads from Aaron John Thorne and Robert Noeger, then Batura, Roland, Paley, McIntosh, Grant West is in eighth. Heather Hadley is in the cash in ninth. And Jonathan Nerdoff in tenth. All of those rookies, one, two, and three, are in the cash for the top ten finishes. Nate Cicero is moving in his car, but not looking very happy again. That is, that's basically just the domino effect here that's taken, what have we got there? Three or four cars out of there as well because I'm pretty certain that Matthew Dirks uh, and and, uh, Herman Palermo, I think, went through again. He was right there. But Jean-Jordoine, Nate Cicero, Matthew Dirks, and Peter
1: Atwater, I think, were all involved in that car incident. I would agree with that, John. And unfortunately, that means three cars from Cumby Macular Racing taken out in that one incident uh, with one from JTR as well for Peter Atwater terrible day for Jared Thomas racing uh, for Dale his father as well but at least they get a car on the podium if Aaron Johnson was able to continue around and see the checkered flag this is a huge shake up in our championship standings and it will mean that Connor Zilich will lead the most laps and get the 10 bonus points as well for the Mm. fast lap in the race, as well as the 350 for winning, he will come away with the championship lead, which means you might reconsider your other plans. Connor, you might need to prioritize this championship when there's $250,000 on the line at the end of the year.
0: So it all starts with John Chaudhuan clipping the wall on driver's left. Then the rear suspension broke. He cannons across the road into an unsuspecting Matthew Dirks. But what happened to take the other two cars in? Well, that was Peter Atwater hitting in the green car, hitting Nate Cicero. I think Peter was trying to avoid the spinning cars in front of of him and he hits Nate Cicero and takes him heavily into the tyres. Cicero airborne, a good maybe two, three, four feet uh, off the ground of that car. The tyres, I, look, I know that banded tyres uh, look fairly agricultural around the sides of tracks, but my goodness, they dissipate energy and they do their job. And thank goodness, here that they were there in that case
1: yes completely agree a big big thank you to all of our track officials our workers our safety crews for keeping the drivers safe because at the end of the day we love to go racing but we love to have our drivers back out of the cars even more at the end of these races we've got two penalties that have just been called from race control max opalski came into the pit lane he ran over pit equipment that's going to be a drive-through penalty which obviously will be time added to the end of this race but there has been a penalty called as well for Robert Noacre for that yeah. contact that we saw earlier on with Gresham Wagner, meaning he will lose that third place finish. And should he be able to get around to see the checkered flag, Alex Bashura will finish third in this race for Spark Performance. What, we,
0: what is the penalty for Robert? He can't do a drive-through, so it'll be
1: time added. It'll be it? time, time well, added, at yes, the problem which behind that, safety cars, yes. that's even more detrimental.
0: Yeah, that's going to take him way out of the cash and the points. So, unofficially, with 30 seconds to go, and the. I, I, I presume the white flag will come out this time, or we may see the checker. Um, there's actually no point in following round no. a, another lap, so we actually may see the checkered flag coming out here. So, unofficially, this is how they will finish, not how they will cross the line. Zilich will win it from Jean Som in second. That is Higson from JTR. Robert Noeke will drop way down with the penalty, so Alex Pashura for Spark Performance will be on the third step of the podium ahead of Celine Roland for Higson Motorsports, the number 87 in fourth position. Sam Paley in fifth, Andy McIntosh in sixth, Grant West in seventh will be the best of the rookies and wow. we are getting the checkered flag this time around. Heather Hadley second and in eighth position for the rookies. Mega. And Jonathan Nerdor third and Bruno Swaleski will make it four rookies in the top ten. Four rookies taking real cash money out of this one 11th position will be Zane Hodgson another rookie despite his drive through after the start violation when he got out of line Woody Hyman after the problem he had earlier on will be in 12th, 13th Jeremy Fletcher another of the rookies then Max Opalski in 14th and Farnham Siddiqui in 15th position and I think then it'll be Neweger in 16th As the last of the lead lap runners, Hernan Palermo will be 17th ahead of John Jordan in 18th. Nate Cicero in 19th. Matt Dirks will, uh, in fact, those guys are non-finishers, but that's where they will finish. So plenty of change as we have to wait a few weeks before the next race. But there's going to be plenty of time for these drivers here, Adam, to think about the situation and the championships being turned
1: upside down. (laughs) It has unofficially, and I haven't done the points for everyone because obviously with our main protagonists coming into this weekend finishing so far down, I've just done the guys at the top of the field. Connor Zilich leaves this weekend on 1,200 points unofficially, Aaron Johnson in second on 1,140 and then third, by my math, will be Celine Roland, 1,050 points. So a big changeup as far as the championship order is concerned. Gresham Wagner finishing 24th, Tyler Gonzalez finishing 25th, and Jared Thomas finishing 26th I mean that they will effectively drop out of the top five in the championship.
0: Yeah, that is huge for three championship protagonist that we expected to be at the sharp end of the field street circuits well the it is always the situation isn't it it is fine fine margins between triumph and utter utter desolation and disaster And we've seen three championship contenders there. Gresham Wagner, who was leading at the start of this race in the championship. Tyler Gonzalez, who was leading coming into this weekend. And Jared Thomas, who's the defending series champion, have all seen their championship aspirations take. And apologies for the turn of phrase here. Take a big dent here this weekend as they have ended up one way or another not finishing this race. No doubting who has won, though, keeping out of trouble and with pace right through the weekend. share Adam, it is Hickson Motorsports' Connor Zilic with the most consistent finishing record across the weekend, a worthy winner here in race two, and now our unofficial championship leader as we head off to the next two rounds in five, six weeks' time.
1: Yeah, very much so, and you rightfully said it, John. Big shout-out to Grant West, rookie, Coming into this weekend, this was his debut because he got taken out in qualifying at Daytona. Didn't even get to start either of those two races. So his first weekend, race number one, comes away with a 15th place finish. Race number two will be at least... Fifth place finish. Great job. As seventh. It's now updated on the timing. Great job for Grant West. Staying cool on the streets of St. Pete.
0: no as we expect, it dropped down to 16th position behind Max Opalski. Butchura comes in third, and his teammate there, after all of his problems, Gresham Wagner was on the pit lane. He was already back there with his race suit tied around his waist, pointing at Butchura, saying, you've made third, no. mate.
1: It was pointing at Robert Nowaker, I believe, John, saying, you're the reason I'm out of this race. Ah,
0: well, you might be right there. Well, plenty of action and excitement once again here on the streets of St. Pete's with a domino effect has been the order of the day. Accident and incident are plenty. Everyone has walked away. We've got some bent cars and Conor leaves St. Pete leading the championship. For Sheer Adam, I'm John Hindorff. Bye for now. This program is a radio show limited production. For more check imzaudio.com and subscribe to Imza Radio wherever you get your podcasts.